Welcome to Coping Skills for Chronic Physical and or Mental Health Issues, where I don't try to replace your treatment team, but instead provide helpful tips and skills from the viewpoint of a certified rehabilitation counselor of over 23 years and who has had to live with significant physical and mental health issues to help you get by and thrive in your daily living and rehabilitation. Today we are going to tackle panic attacks, one of the scariest, most miserable things someone can go through. People can get have a hard time breathing, they can get dizzy, they can feel like the walls are closing in, have pseudotype seizures, they can even go to the hospital because they feel like they're having a heart attack. So, not fun, but gratefully, panic attacks are one of the most treatable illnesses. So today we're going to talk about what to do if you find yourself having a panic attack. And it's a tried and true method. It's one that uh, I've used with people for over 20 years. It's one of my most requested trainings. And it's one that for every person that's I've ever known that's used it, uh, it has worked for. So now there are some people that I've shared it with that come back later and they're like, oh, I'm still having panic attacks. And I said, well, have you looked at the training? And they were like, oh, once or twice. It's not something you can do. look at once or twice and then have it be useful. This is something that you've got to review over and over again until you know it very well. I'd say so well, in fact, that you could that train someone else. So that basically so well that you know it that when the panic attack comes, you're not going to do a lot of thinking when that comes. So when the panic attack comes, you just know what to do automatically. And again, so well that if someone else comes to you and go, what do I do when I have a panic attack? You could just basically tell them. So it's not something you have to memorize, but it's certainly something that you just know. Now, why are we talking about panic attacks? It's not something that everybody with chronic illnesses has, but it is very normal for people with chronic illnesses to have. There's a lot of scary things going on, and millions of people with chronic illnesses, millions of people in general, are having anxiety disorders. That number just keeps getting bigger. Add to that the misery of having panic attacks and the treatability of it. It's important to address. First, let's just talk about a few general things you can do to help with panic and anxiety. Now, don't leave the podcast. If you hate what I'm about to say, hang in there when we get for when we get to the juicy stuff of what to do when you have a panic attack. But these things really do actually help when you, about panic and anxiety, all right? Because uh, one is exercise. If you're like, I have a hard time exercising, I am in a lot of pain and so forth. Okay, I understand. But exercise does help with, anxiety all right so it does need to be said nutrition helps uh the other thing and a lot of people are going to hate this but uh cutting down sugar and caffeine let's face it caffeine does make you jittery um i would say you know some people might say just don't drink caffeine but to some people that's like saying don't breathe uh so if you can at least limit caffeine intake uh, that would be very helpful because uh, for some people I mean, caffeine is like their nutrition, they're, you're, they're having energy drinks for breakfast, lunch, and dinner as they with along with a muffin or something. And so if you can cut back to just having a little something in the morning or something, you know, something to get going, because I know with chronic illnesses, bad sleep is part of it a lot of times. So I, I know that there's some difficulty there, but if you're trying to do relaxation exercises and stuff and you have a lot of caffeine going through your body, and it's racing that heart, and it's narrowing the veins, and it's making you feel a little jittery, it's just going to make it a little bit harder, all right? So that being said, that's all I'm going to say about it. Now, to understand what to do when you're 
in a panic attack, you've got to understand what panic attacks are a little bit. Don't worry, I'm not going to get all medical on you. But uh, you do have to understand that you're having that old fight, flight, or freeze response. Uh, it's something that's kind of built into us, and it's something that's helpful in certain circumstances, right? Uh, if somebody comes at you with a knife, it's probably good to either punch them in the face, run away, or hide, right? So fight, flight, or freeze. You know, or try to blend in the background, I guess, would be freezing. But the problem with panic attacks is they're, your body's bluffing you. It's tricking you. It's telling you you are in a dangerous situation when you're not. And so it's hard to retrain your body because we're used to listening to our body. If we sprain an ankle, our body tells us, hey, don't run and jump on this ankle today. And we are correct in listening to that. But with panic attack, we have to do a little bit of the opposite of what our body's telling us. And again, that can be a little bit tricky and easier said than done scenario, right? So how do we do that? Well, one thing to notice is that panic attacks tend to come in hills and valleys. You'll notice it has peaks. It tends not to be, if you label it between 0 and 10, which you can try sometime if you have a panic attack, uh, you'll notice the 8, 9, 10s, that really high panic attack area. 10s only come for a few seconds at a time. Then it'll come back down. Right? Then it'll go back up. Then it'll come back down. So you'll notice it ha- comes in waves. And so part of what we're going to be doing is we're going to try to teach you to ha- how to become a good surfer. So we're going to learn to just kind of lay back and surf the waves, so to speak. Because if we fight the panic attack, if we fight those waves then we're feeding the panic attack. If we run away from the panic attack, if we flee, then again, we're feeding into that panic attack. Uh, Plus, research shows that if we leave the area, so let's say we're at the grocery store, and you know it's loud, and and that's a common place for people to have panic attacks, and so we take off, uh, then it's going to be a lot harder to go back. Uh, And it... that makes some sense if you think about it. If if we get jumped in an alley, the next time we go back to that alley, we're immediately scared of the alley, right? We're we're naturally cautious. So if you leave in the middle of a panic attack and and then you come back to that store, then you're immediately cautious. You immediately go back to that state of of kind of anxiety of, oh, what's going to happen in this place? Because your body immediately is in that safety mode. And so you don't want to leave. If you have to leave, if you feel like I, I can't stay here, then try to just go to the bathroom or something like that. Like especially if you're working or something, and you're like, "Oh my, I can't just take off." Uh, try to go somewhere where you can excuse yourself to try to practice relaxation technique or something, or breathe, or do some of the techniques we're about to go over. Uh, but you don't want to t- fight it, and you don't want to leave. So you can't just go. I, I got, I got, I can't. I'm having a panic attack. I can't. I, I, I got to fight it. I got make it go away. Make it go. Away. You, know, you can't do that, and you can't run away. So there's the two things you can't do. So what can you do? Well, one thing is, like I said, just stay in place and uh, just kind of watch that the you know the fear come and go, um, and you can try to prepare yourself before you go into the situation. If you know that going to the store is scary, you can try to tell yourself, "Hey, this is going to be a good thing. I'm going to be able to make it." You know, so you can try to be positive. Uh, that's going to help yourself. But when you're in the middle of a panic attack, one of the best things you can do 
is you're going to try to distract yourself a little bit and try to focus on just small things that are in front of you. So uh, there's a few ways you can do that. One is, uh, for example, just counting back from 100 by 7. Or you can try to name state capitals in your head. Uh, when you're working, one of the best things you can do is just break large tasks down into small tasks. Um, so, so, for example, I had one uh, person that worked with one customer um, who had a lot of cleaning. He could only work a couple hours a week when he started having panic attacks. And when he got to control him, he got himself up to like 30 hours a week. So this is just an example of how that worked. But what did he do? Well, he, he operated a machine that cleaned. And so he, he actually just kind of listened on a headset to the instructions. And then he counted tiles. You know, so he'd go, mm, one, mm, two, mm, three, mm, four. So literally, he was just focusing on one step at a time in front of him. And and that worked. He would get himself all the way through a night just by doing that. Uh, other people, you know, it just depends on what you're doing. Uh, if you're like a, a bagging groceries, for example, instead of, you know, you might be thinking, oh, my gosh, I have 15 people. What am I going to do? And you're trying to do 20 things at once. But if you go, okay, I am going to say hi to this person. I am then going to reach out and I'm going to take this can of beans and I'm going to run it across the scanner. I'm then going to take this can and I'm going to put it over here. And then I'm going to... So if you're, you have to break it down to really, really small tasks. And if you can do that, and so you're just only focusing on one little thing at a time, then that can be very, very helpful. Uh, and like I said, or if you have to take yourself into another area uh, because you, you're finding that you can't do that, then at that point, again, you can uh, pull out, uh, if you have a card, for example, like with waterfalls or something like that that can help you relax, then do that. Um, but the idea is to try to get your mind thinking about other things. And you'll notice, for example, when you stop thinking frightening thoughts, that your fear fades. Uh, so that's how panic attack works. So with that being said, there are some things to keep in mind, though, while you're going through this. Uh, for example, expect to experience some anxiety when you first get started. You know, you're, you're going to want to go out and, and practice this. That means you're going to want to put yourself into some situations that cause some anxiety because uh, you, you, it's going to take some time. You're not going to be able to get it the first time. And it's okay to have a panic attack. You don't lose if you have a panic attack. This isn't a game of... Do I win or lose if I have a panic attack? It's okay to have some anxiety. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Uh, you win if you get to if you stayed at the store, for example. You win if you stayed at work. So whether or not you had a panic attack is not w whether you win or lose. It's what it's whether you got to finish what you were doing. That's the win. So don't be afraid of anxiety. Uh, don't be afraid of the panic attack. It's okay. Or if at first you just had a, you got to wait before going home. For if in the past you you immediately ran out of the building and you waited for 15, 20 minutes and then you left, then count that as a win and then build on that for the future, for example. And and if you have a counselor, tell the counselor you're doing this and work with the counselor on this so they can help you to build up on the future. Uh, and there's because there's some things, there's some written exercises you can do with this if you're having a really hard time with it, you know, where you can write down, you know, what triggered my panic attack and what was my response to the panic attack and then what, you know, what could I have done differently and things of that nature. And somebody can help you get through that. 
a uh, few other things to remember is just go slowly because remember when you're in an uh, anxiety kind of situation, there's that tendency to rush. Like, I just want to get this, you know, got to get things done. Uh, remember, slow is good. So just go, try to go slowly. You're going faster than you realize and, and things will be good. And then remember to breathe. Uh, this is where some people feel like they have, might have a pseudo seizure. They get dizzy as they're not remembering to breathe. Uh, and this is where some of those breathing exercises that uh, are reviewed in different podcasts can come in helpful. If you remember to try to do the breathing exercises, you, you can make sure you're getting those uh, deep breaths into you and make sure you're getting a good breath. And then just try to stay in the present. That's where some of those other things we talked about, you know, counting back from 100 by 7. Um, but it can also be, uh, you know, trying to, if you have something that's comfortable that you touch, you know, I, I have an agate, for example, that I keep in my pocket that I just, that reminds me of the beach. For, and, uh, or you can, uh, if there's somebody, if, if you're listening to the radio and you can try to really focus on it or something like that, uh, or if you have some mindfulness exercises, for example, this, this is where you'd use those. But, but anything you can to try to focus and try to stay in the present, because as soon as you start the what ifs, you want to try to avoid the what ifs because that's where the panic attacks really ramp up. You know, what if this happens? What if that happens? Uh, you know, it's the fear of the unknown is the worst fear that we can ever encounter, right? It's so we don't because we don't know what's going to happen. And so it's just it's that's the scariest thing possible. So so stay away from the what ifs and stay away of what is going to happen in the future and just try to stay in the present as much as possible um, using whatever trick you can whether it's one that I reviewed here or whether you have one that your counselor has been giving you, whatever works for you, great, use it. But try to remember, it may feel like you're dying, but you're not dying. Anxiety is scary, but it's not harmful. Uh, Now, if you're afraid that you might actually be having a heart attack, if you've you've had some heart issues in the past or you have had high blood pressure or something like that, then look up those symptoms of a heart attack and look up the symptoms of panic attack. Try to compare the difference between the two. Uh, I'm, I'm not a medical professional, so I'm not going to try to do too much of that. Uh, I, I will say, like, the heart, it tends to be squeezing, and the pain tends to increase over time, where panic attacks tend to decrease over time. But I'm not going to get too much into that, because I don't want to uh, put a false impression in there. But, uh, but, but look that up if you're really scared about that. But... But in general, uh, anxiety is not going to harm you, though. So uh, even though it may be scary, remember, it's not going to harm you. So so live, So live. just kind of, like I said, ride that anxiety out. Learn how to become a good surfer, and, and it's going to be okay in the end. And then be proud of the progress you made. You know, like I said, if, if, you, if you've lasted a little bit longer, if you lasted 15 minutes instead of five, if you can get through a whole shift at work, or if you managed to get through half a shift, uh, if you were able to go from the grocery store at two o'clock in the morning and you're able to go at 7 p.m. and then you're able to work it till 2 p.m. or what you know if, if you're making progress then that is fantastic pat yourself on the back and remember to reward yourself with something and be proud of the progress you're making while you're having the panic attack as well as when you're done with it uh, and think of how when you're having the panic attack think of how great it's going to be when you're done with it think of how happy you're going to be that you're able to get through it and then when you're done with it, just think of how great it's been and how much less panic you're going to have next time because you're able to get through it. Because that's what's going to happen. Every time you get through a panic attack successfully, then it's going to be a little bit less next time because you're able to navigate that situation 
successfully. And so next time, when you go back into that canyon and back into that alley, right, or in, in this case in real life, the store or the work, now your body's not going to be as scared as it was last time. Uh, so that's the idea. And then every time you do that, then you're building up a little bit more strength and you're, and you're lessening that anxiety. If the anxiety stays there, well, then keep working with the doctor. Keep working with your counselor. And, uh, and there's a way to keep working on this. It's going to work for 90-something percent of the people, but there's going to be a few percentage that it's not going to work with. Uh, and that, like I said, in that case, that's where the doctors come in. That's where the counselors come in. But, but ideally, you'd want to work with the, pa- the panic attacks with counselors and doctors already to begin with because there's probably some anxiety happening outside the panic attacks anyway. So there's a short but useful training on what to do when you're having a panic attack. Now remember, it's not going to work for you if you only listen to it one time and then have a panic attack and go because you're not going to remember any of it. So either go back, take some notes, put it in your pocket so when you have a panic attack, you can read that notes and, and try to remember what to do or listen to it enough times that, like I said, you can actually train somebody else on it. But you've got to make sure that you find some way to Remember the material so that when the panic attack comes, you don't have to think you just do. And if you do that, there's a 90-something percent chance you're going to be able to have success, meaning you're going to be able to control symptoms. doesn't mean they're going to go away, but it does mean you're going to be able to control them, and that's what we're looking for here. So go out and practice. Good luck, and let me know how it goes. Thank you for listening to Coping Skills for Chronic, Physical, and or Mental Health Issues helpful hints and bandages. Please complete the survey attached to the podcast so that I know which topics are most helpful to you. I'm going to keep the survey up for a while, so some topics may have already been given when you go to complete the survey. If so, don't let that dissuade you. I would still love to have your input. This is currently at least a monthly podcast, but depending on my health, demand, or urgency of topic, episodes could come sooner. Until next time, hang in there. More skills are coming, and... Even if it doesn't seem like it sometimes, life is worth it. You're worth it. This has been Robert Sibley.